What is going on, everybody? It's been a while, but this I wanted to make a quick podcast. There's just a few things that have been kind of bouncing around my head lately, and I thought it would be kind of fun to kind of try and ease back into this whole podcast grind. I have a little bit of a different idea on like how I'm going to run this. So, obviously, if you're a PC gamer, you know recently it has been very difficult to get your hands on a lot of computer components. Um, if you're just into building computers at all. So this podcast, I was inspired by this because currently I am in the middle of making sure that car doesn't make too much noise as it goes by. Um, I'm in the middle of building a um, 4K video editing PC for a friend. And it's so difficult to get your hands on a lot of parts right now, especially the graphics card, which... Uh, for a lot of people, that's the most expensive component. Um, so I've been, I know like a lot of my audience is going to be like PC gamers and people who are probably in the market for like a high-end graphics card or they're tr- you're, you're either trying to upgrade. Like me, I have a GTX 980 in my PC right now and it's getting a little long in the tooth. So I did start earlier, um, I'd say summer of last year, I started playing around with the idea of upgrading that and then all of a sudden everything just got super expensive. I waited until RTX 3000 um, got announced. I got super excited for that. But then obviously that came out and was just evaporated into nothing. And so, and AMD obviously released their new line of cards and those aren't available anywhere either. So in light of this, a lot of people are, a lot of YouTubers mainly are coming out with videos um, giving recommendations, suggestions on like, if you're a gamer and you need a graphics card right now, um, what are you going to do? What what can you do? And I thought I'd just kind of throw my hat into the ring, so to speak, and basically give you guys my idea of what you could do. Now, obviously, um, it's, it's not going to be easy. Obviously, the easiest answer would just be everything is um, regular pricing. And you can just go out and pay MSRP for an R. You can go out and pay $330, $350 for an RTX 3060, um, which is sort of the card that I and a lot of people are looking at right now because um, that just seems like a really good value. But uh, that's just not the case at the moment. So and there's a lot of really good ideas being thrown around right now, and there's a lot of really bad ideas being thrown around right now. And so I'm just going to kind of get into my opinions. Um, number one, you can pay for a scalped card off of eBay. Um, and I'm seeing 3080s going for like $2,500. I was looking for a 3060 on eBay because I think that'd be the perfect card, um, for the particular rig that I'm, um, trying to source parts for at the moment. And it's over a grand easily pretty much everywhere I've looked. And that's a card that's worth MSRP $330. So obviously paying a grand for it is ridiculous, but you can do it. There are cards available. There is available at ridiculous prices. So that's option number one. You can do that. But in my opinion, um, don't. Don't encourage this kind of behavior because a lot of these cards were obtained using very seedy um, methods, um, whether that's bots. Usually it's bots. Someone codes a bot that just instantly 
obviously faster than a human could possibly um, order a card. It's just ordering everything that comes into stock and then they're getting their hands on these cards. And I'm looking on Reddit and people are like, hey, does anyone have a bot that they can code for me or give to me so I can just get a card or something? It's just, it's a mess. And I, I don't want to encourage that behavior. So obviously buying a scalped card, that's the last thing any of us want to do. But I do personally know someone who was about to buy a scalped 3080. In fact, he did pull the trigger on one, but the seller, like, I think they took too many orders. So, like, he couldn't um, give him the 3080. So, I think he, I believe he actually got his money back. He should have gotten the refund. And he actually ended up getting a Gigabyte Vision RTX 3080 just out of pure luck from Best Buy. It was kind of incredible that he got for MSRP. It's one of the luckiest stories I've heard in the last six months of people getting their hands on some of this hardware. But obviously, that's a super rare case. But I'll kind of get into um, possibilities in a little bit. Um, number two, if you're building a new Intel PC, which is obviously becoming much more rare these days, you can actually just hold off on getting a graphics card and just playing on integrated graphics. And that's obviously something that no one wants to do. So you can do this with an Intel um, an Intel system, any Intel system, or a system that's running an AMD APU. So um, obviously, not all CPUs were built with the same features. And AMD is famous, not famous, but they're known for the fact that they leave out um, an integrated graphics, um, the ability to compute in um, graphics on their processors. That's actually part of the reason why they were able to undercut Intel was because they realized that most people are just going to throw a dedicated card into their PC anyways. So why would we even waste um, the R&D and the space on our chip for an integrated graphics, not card, but pr graphics processor. And so they stopped doing that a long time ago, but in light of what's going on today, obviously that doesn't work very well because a lot of people just don't have cards that they can put in. So these systems with AMD CPUs just won't boot because they don't have, you need a graphics card or you need some sort of graphics card or some sort of graphics processor in your system somewhere, whether it's dedicated or integrated. So that's difficult, but they do have their own line of APUs that do include integrated graphics that are actually much better than what Intel usually has, but their current generation um, doesn't offer any of those at the moment. So that is a possibility if you just want a computer and gaming is secondary or you can live off of gaming at like 720p medium detail and you're playing like esports titles, like you just, you just want to play a few games with your friends for a little bit, then that is an option and you're just gonna have to be a bit more patient. Obviously no one wants to do that either. And the third and another idea that I think just really kind of sucks is a lot of people are recommending game streaming services. So whether that's Google Stadia, xCloud, um, Nvidia, GeForce Now, I believe is what it's called. Um, there's a few other ones. A lot of people are recommending these services. So essentially what that is, in case you don't know, what a game streaming service is, is think of it as like Netflix for video games. The graphics processing is being done elsewhere. And essentially it's that, that performance is being streamed to your PC. And the technology is definitely, in my opinion, not up to snuff yet. But this is coming from someone who primarily plays competitive shooters. If that is your jam, 
if you enjoy playing games like CSGO, Fortnite, Apex Legends, Rainbow Six Siege, like those kinds of games that rely on like Twitch, they're Twitch shooters, they rely on quick reaction time, things like that. I don't think a game streaming service is for you because that introduces so much more latency. And so it becomes a lot more difficult to perform um, to your up to even close to your ability um, when you start throwing in the latency because it's not hardware that is physically like by your legs. Like it's being streamed from wherever. A server that could be who knows how far away. So I'm not a huge fan of that idea either. And a lot of people are surprisingly recommending it, which is funny because I recall a lot of these tech influencers making fun of Google Stadia and they're not necessarily recommending Google Stadia. I re recall Linus Tech Tips um, did sort of a roundup on all the different streaming services and basically said that the only one that's really worth your time is probably GeForce Now. And I guess I would tend to agree with that statement, but to me, the experience is still not quite there. In my opinion, if you need to game that badly, you could just get a console, except for you can't get those either. Uh, yeah, it's not a great time to be a gamer right now, unless you're a mobile gamer, in which case, go crazy. But, okay, so you're asking me, like, okay, this, this is getting nuts. Where can I find a graphics card? Well, there are a few options. Um, none of them will be easy, but it's possible. Number one, one of the best options I've heard is if you live somewhere, if you live close to a Best Buy, a Micro Center, um, Fry's Electronics is going, has gone out of business, but basically a store that is known to sell these graphics cards in person. This does require you to go out and do a little talking and have conversation with people. Um, what a lot of people did was they go out, they sort of just walk in. I don't know if this is sketchy or not, or if it's considered cheating, but you can get a hold of your local store manager or someone that works there and just be like, hey, I noticed you guys are out of graphics cards. Um, by any chance, do you know if there are any that are going to be coming in? And either they can be nice and they can tell you, yes, we have a shipment of NVIDIA 3000 series cards coming in. Do you want me to put one aside? Or um, we'll let you know what day they come in so you can get there really early and pick one up. Um, again, that's honestly, that's the method that I've, heard people having the most success with is um, that and that's a great way to get a card at msrp you're still supporting like a brick and mortar store which especially for computer components is becoming increasingly rare um i just remember i went to a micro center in december i live about an hour away from the uh twin cities area in minnesota and i went to a micro, the micro center there and it was just the, it was just so heartbreaking to see the graphics card section. It was just shelves and shelves, just empty. They had two cards there. A GT710, which is like an $80 card that if you can't game on, you can't do anything. It's basically, it's essentially to me, it's meant for more video outputs if you want to run multiple monitors on like a basic office PC. Um, that's really what that's good for. Um, and then they had a, a strange Quadro... P P six hundred that that doesn't even sound remotely correct but just some really obscure really expensive quadro card that if you're a gamer 
Um, even if you're really a video editor, I guess um, you wouldn't really be interested in it. It was pretty depressing. And it's funny because like you had one of the most expensive cards there and then one of the cheapest cards there and that was it. There was nothing in between. And um, so, again, that was a bit difficult. Uh, it, it's really difficult, but I'm telling you it's possible because it's not like these places aren't getting shipments. It's not like these cards aren't being manufactured. I think that's one of the big misconceptions here. Um, supply is actually at an all-time high right now. These cards are being manufactured at a higher rate than ever before. It's just demand has increased so much. And obviously, uh, I, we do see a light at the end of the tunnel for all this COVID nonsense, but uh, th that's sort of just the times right now. I think a lot of people, a lot of businesses have realized just how um, how much it makes sense to just send people home to do their work. And I think a lot of people are going to keep them at home. So, you know, that's just one thing that we're just going to have to live with is that people, now people are just reassessing their home um, computer setups. A lot of people are being forced to make upgrades and things like that. Just And also people are home alone. And they're just like, well, what am I going to do? I might as well start gaming a little bit or something. You know, it's just demand is at all-time high. So that is why it's been so difficult. There are other ways to, to get a card, of course. Number one, Linus Tech Tips. I've shouted them out a few times. I don't think they need a shout out for me, but um, they have mentioned that, well, they haven't mentioned, but they have the Verified Gamer Program, which is where essentially, um, I don't know if they have any cards up right now, but I know MSI, Asus, a few companies have offered up graphics cards for people and so there's usually like a trivia question or something that you have to enter to uh get access you have to go to lttstore.com to do this to get access and basically you get thrown into a drawing um for the ability to purchase a card as crazy as that sounds um th that's an interesting way if you are patient that is one way you can get your hands on one also, Newegg has a very similar thing going on called the Newegg Shuffle, which is essentially the same concept. So that is like the options that you have at the moment. And um, also, you can just go to all these websites. You can go to NVIDIA.com because that's going to be the first place where these things become available again. Um, and just sign up for email alerts and just try to be as quick as possible. But what I'm, I'm telling you, I... I want to say that hopefully there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's difficult. It's difficult to, uh, it's really difficult to make sense of all that. So that is just me addressing sort of what's going on right now. Um, what are your options? Just to kind of, I'm sure a lot of people have heard all this advice before, and it's still not going to make things a whole lot better. But all I can say is be patient. I have hope that things are just going to turn around, hopefully. Let's actually, hold on. Let's take a look at the used market. I know it's not great. I know it's not great, but let's see if there's a deal to be had. Um, hmm. Let's see here. Let's say over $300. Um, yeah, wow, ouch. This person wants $520 for an RX 580, 8GB. $340 for a GTX 1650. Ouch. $950 for an RTX 3060. 
which is actually one of the lower prices I've seen for that. 880 for a 3060 amp. Okay, I think that it's coming down a little bit, maybe. Um, yeah, but at, obviously the prices are incredibly inflated at the moment. Yeah. Not, uh, not a whole lot of fun. Okay, there are, there is one more option that I have left out up until this point. And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, the chance chances are you are a tinkerer you like to tinker you like to build your own things like that so you might not like this last option but if your plan is to go with a whole new pc and you're fairly flexible on parts lists and things like that you can buy a pre-built and honestly before you you scream i know i've been super against pre-builds in the past and in normal circumstances i still would be i think that um, PC building has gotten to the point where if you want to build a starter beginner PC, it has gotten to the point where it is easy enough. Just about anyone can do it and not have to sweat it. And I think it's a valuable skill to learn. I think it's, gr- it's a great way to save money. And it's a great way to get exactly what you want instead of just relying on some other company to sort of throw together um, a few parts. And usually... Like the things that aren't like the sort of sexy, like the graphics cards, the CPU, things like that, they really cheap out on like motherboards um, are usually junk. Power supplies especially do not, do not, I repeat, do not, do not buy a cheap power supply. Um, uh, this has been, this is, uh, this, this is a horse that's been being to death for so long. Um, it's just, you will regret buying a cheap power supply um, for sure because if that thing goes when that thing goes out, it will take other part, other components with it. It has a good chance of taking other components with it. So, yeah. Um, that is my two cents. Or a gaming laptop. But if you're in the market for a gaming laptop, you probably weren't really concerned about this anyways. You just went on you bought a gaming laptop. But, yeah. Because, honestly, the only people that seem to be getting their hands on this hardware are... Um, SI system integrators who have to build this stuff all the time and I'm seeing like let's let's just type in since I'm using the 30 since the 3060 is the card I want to get my hands on that's RTX 3060 um, PC type that in Newegg and I am seeing all sorts of even these kind of suck okay $1,400 for the ABS Master Gaming PC um this is this is an okay price but it's certainly better than what you'll be paying for if you bought these parts individually, which is something I rarely ever say. Intel i7-10700F. Okay, uh, probably go AMD these days, but anyways, RTX 3060, 16 gigs of DDR4-3000. Since it's Intel, it doesn't bother me as much. And a 512 gigabyte SSD, um, no hard drive storage. Hey, it says it has a 600 watt, 80 plus gold power supply. Um, And an Asus Tough Gaming B460 Plus. That's not a bad... Um, the only thing is this CPU cooler looks pretty sketch, but it does say, I do say thermal. I do see thermal take on it. The only issue here is that it has it's that flower design. It's not a tower cooler, so it's not going to be the best. It's going to be basically a stock cooler. Um, but honestly, not a terrible price. That's the first one. That's the cheapest one I'm seeing right now. Um, I mean, there's people that want $2,800 for these systems. Wow, wow, wow. If it's an AMD system, that's what they want for it. Like two grand for a 5600X and an RTX 3060. 
Oof, that, that that's tough. Thirteen hundred dollars for a thirty-six hundred and a thirty-sixty. Okay, I could maybe get behind that. I don't know. I have to do the math on all this stuff. Let's see what it really. But oh, that one says out of stock though. Oof. Okay. Well, anyways, those are my thoughts. Let me know if you're able to comment on the platform that you're listening to this podcast on. This thing's available on so many different platforms. I don't even know at this point. Um, please leave that in the comments you can reach out to me i should have a business email in the description or whatever what what do you want to see me talk about next is it movies gaming technology like um the new imax were just released so i was thinking of maybe uh doing a little segment on that who knows but uh, not released but it just announced and there's a lot of interesting things to unpack there so anyways hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast short and sweet just the way I like it, just over 20 minutes. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. That is my advice for getting your hands on a graphics card in the year 2021. Hopefully this doesn't last too much longer. Um, but yeah, until next time, this is Jacob signing out of the Geek Watch podcast. Hopefully you all have a great day.